St. Ambrose moves up the academic rankings in a new study done by the U.S. News & World Report. Study abroad at St. Ambrose starts up again after a hiatus last year from the COVID-19 pandemic. I've always wanted to participate in a sports trivia night, but I never saw anything come through. You, know, you get a lot of emails, but I saw, never saw a sports trivia. And that's our top story this week. Two KALA-FM radio hosts share their love of sports with the St. Ambrose community with a sports trivia night on Wednesday night. Radio hosts Logan Howell and David Meyer of KALA-FM hosted a sports trivia night on Wednesday night in the Rogalski Center Ballroom. Their radio show on sportsmanlike conduct talks about everything sports, from weekly predictions to their opinions on any given topic. Senior Howell talks about how the sports trivia night was a long time in the making. So I got the idea from thinking about over my years here. I've always wanted to participate in a sports trivia night, but I never saw anything come through. You, know, you get a lot of emails, but I saw, never saw a sports trivia. So my first thing was, why don't do it? Why don't you do it yourself? And so that's what we decided to do over the summer. That's when it came along, and uh, it's finally here. Junior David Meyer mentions the audience he hopes to gain from doing fun and carefree events like sports trivia. The ultimate idea for a game would be having more people know about the show, getting more listeners. But in the end, I think it's just about having fun, just learning new stuff. Nice night of trivia. Howell knows that not everyone on campus knows of KALA-FM, which is something he hopes will change. I'd like to gain, obviously, one, a little bit more attention for the radio station. Um, that's one big thing with this. There's some kids on campus that don't even know what KLA is, so I think that brings attention here. And also just putting together an event like this, getting people together uh, in one room just to enjoy sports trivia. I know I love watching sports, doing sports trivia, so I think it'll be a fun event. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike Conduct Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. on 106.1 FM HD2. The results are in, and St. Ambrose has been ranked 27th in the U.S. News & World Report's best college rankings for the Midwest region. This is 11 spots higher than last year. Ambrose also rose 15 spots in the best value category, ranking 27th among Midwest schools. And that's just a matter of us continuing to make our degree as valuable as possible. And there's a lot of evidence out there in terms of outcomes and where our grads land that supports that. But also our efforts to keep the cost of our degrees down as best we can. It's always a, uh, a delicate balance in terms of keeping the light, lights on and making sure that we're providing the best education we can possibly provide with the best faculty that we can provide. So to be recognized as, as one of the best value schools in Midwest universities in the top 30 in that category is really a, um, an important distinction and we're very proud to be there. That was the Director of Communications, Craig DeVries. St. Ambrose also ranks in studies done by the Princeton Review. Two opposing political organizations joined forces on September 11th to sponsor a special event. Called the Patriots Run, runners paid an entry fee and ran approximately a three-mile course around the main campus. The event commemorated the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks on the country. Addison McKenney is the president of the SAU College Democrats, and although she was a toddler when the attacks happened two decades ago, she sees a lesson we can all learn from that tragic day. We kind of rallied together and came together for one cause and actually united. So that's what it means to me, is coming together and uniting for one cause and being there for our people. Her counterpart for the college Republicans, Reese Powell, agrees. I guess this day in, in general is just a way to keep those people in their memory and remember their sacrifices made and the, just the American efforts that everybody came together to address the issue, whether that's rebuilding or whether that's solving the issue of terrorism or at least trying to in the Middle East at that time. 
it's just a, a really American event. All money raised at the Patriot Run was given to the Wounded Warriors Project. Study abroad at St. Ambrose took an unexpected break last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Students were not allowed to study abroad during the fall and spring semesters last year. With the arrival of the vaccine, students are able to get back to studying abroad. Part-time study abroad coordinator Morgan Luminous talks about how study abroad is on a case-by-case basis. Kind of have to keep an eye out on the COVID level in that particular country. I keep an eye out for those levels as well. So it's just been kind of a case-by-case where we're just very confused as to how to go about it, but we're trying to make sure everyone is safe with everything. We try to figure out the protocols for the countries and make sure that everyone is aware of those. You can visit the study abroad office on the second floor of Ambrose Hall. Testing for COVID-19 looks different from last year as vaccine distribution increases. Testing on the St. Ambrose campus is still available, but has a different approach, as Dean of Students Christopher Waugh will tell you. I guess I would say last year we were in emergency management mode. This year I would say that our approach to student support is much more operationalized in that it's just kind of part of the day-to-day. The numbers are significantly lower. St. Ambrose no longer has the Test Iowa House on Brown Street. They do have take-home saliva tests that can be picked up at the security office in the Rogalski Center. For students, faculty, and staff with any questions regarding COVID-19, call the COVID hotline at 563-333-5678. The St. Ambrose Theater Department has begun rehearsing for its first production of the season. The one-act play, The Lesson, by Eugene Ionesco, will be performed in the Studio Theater and directed by SAU alum T.J. Green. This has allowed him to reflect on his time here at SAU. So it's nice to be back with the people I love, um, doing stuff that I love to do, as well as also, like, have more of an understanding of what goes in to a production and what I need to do to make sure everyone else involved is able to do the best job they can. The cast consists of three actors, David Weaver as the professor, Nikki DeWitt as the pupil, and Quinny Rodman as the maid. The play that is described as hilarious yet off-putting will be performed on September 30th and October 1st at 7 p.m. and October 2nd at 3 p.m. Coming up, the annual Davenport Blues Fest is this weekend, and a St. Ambrose senior joins the football team after scheduling issues led him to not playing his first three years for the Bees. The 2021 Mississippi Valley Blues Festival returns to LeClaire Park along the Mississippi River in Davenport this Friday and Saturday. Check out a great lineup of established and future blues legends while you enjoy a great selection of food and beverage offerings. Saturday's music starts at 2 with the Stephen Hull Experience, Selwyn Birchwood, Melody Angel, Joanne Shaw Taylor, and guitar virtuoso Eric Gales. Get all the details and advance tickets at mvbs.org. $15 for Friday, $25 for Saturday, or a two-day pass for $35. Admission will be $25 at the gate on Friday and $35 on Saturday. Kids 14 and under with adults get in free. It's the Mississippi Valley Blues Festival 2021, this Friday and Saturday at LeClaire Park, Davenport. Brought to you by the generous support of Cobham Mission Systems, Green State Credit Union, the Iowa Department of Cultural Affairs, the Family Credit Union, the Regional Development Authority, KALA 88.5, and the Mississippi Valley Blues Society. 
The 2021 Mississippi Valley Blues Society Blues Fest is this weekend at LeClaire Park in Davenport. On Friday, Taranzo Cannon takes the stage as well as Southern Avenue and Jontavius Willis. Saturday night sees Eric Gale's headline. A one-day pass is $15 while tickets purchased at the gate are $25. Kids 14 and under get in free with an adult. This weekend in sports, the Fighting Bee football team heads to Michigan for a Saturday game. Up next, a senior at St. Ambrose joins the football team after scheduling issues led him not playing for his first three years for the Bees. Today's hit music. It's on The Stinger. The Stinger is more than music. You can binge on your favorite KALA podcast series. Take us along anywhere you go on any device. Find The Stinger now at tunein.com. Search for The Stinger. Operated by KALA 88.5 FM. The Stinger. Today's hit music. This weekend, the Fighting Bee football team travels to Michigan to play Lawrence Technological University on Saturday at 11. Men's tennis is also in action facing the University of Dubuque at home starting at 9. Men's golf will start day two of the Clark Fall Classic after beginning today. As the wrestling preseason comes to a close, head coach Bo Bettinson prepares to begin a new era with his program on a high note. With a tough schedule ahead, including 2021 runner-up the Grandview Vikings, Coach Bettinson looks forward to a successful and competitive season. It's going to be challenging for sure, but we're going to have a good year. It's going to, this is going to be a really good building season for what, what's to come, um, but that doesn't mean we're trying to take a backseat to anybody. I want to win. Everybody wants to win. I'm extremely competitive. I want to win at everything that we do. So um, that and that's the expectation. That's the goal. Is just because we're wrestling Grandview doesn't mean we don't want to win. It doesn't mean I don't expect us to win. Right? We're <laughs> we got to win. Catch the Fighting Bees in action for the very first time as they take on Augustana College on November 1st at home. St. Ambrose senior Aaron Dieter enjoyed a successful high school career playing football, and now he has the opportunity to help the Bees football team this season. Aaron Dieter never planned to play football at the collegiate level. Leaving wasn't always an easy choice, um, but it was a necessary one just because of school stuff and, and having to do well there um, because of the major I chose. But then now, um, three years into school, um, I've done most of what I need to do for classes, and so I've got a pretty easy schedule, and so it was just like convenient to do it. Um, so that was the, the major factor. Dieter says it has been quite an adjustment getting back into the game after his time off. In high school, I was good enough to play a lot and, and everything like that. Um, but coming back, I realized that I've missed three years and that there's people who have like established themselves. Um, and so anything that I get as far as attention and success is... Um, just icing, but it's hard to have that mindset um, when I'm used to doing well um, long ago when I did play. Since joining the team, Dieter has had a great experience. Part of it's familiar, um, but also part of it's completely different just to, to have been gone for three years and then the game is also completely different. Um, it's just much faster and, and changing positions and stuff um, has just made it completely different. Um, but I definitely missed it, and, and being back makes me realize how much I missed it. For KALA-FM, Logan Howe reporting. And that's it for SAU News This Week. Tune in every Friday at noon to hear the latest news from St. Ambrose University and the surrounding community. If you missed part of our broadcast, you can find the entire show on our SoundCloud account. Just search for KALA Radio. I'm Ryan Sandness.
Thanks for listening. 